The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Welcome to the Happy Me Radio Show. This is Lillian Daniels. You're listening to Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. Thank you so much for joining me. We have an awesome topic today. Um, the Happy Me Radio Show is created out of a need for holistic and natural solutions to knee pain. Um, in 2010, I tore my ACL and I continued on to heal it without surgery, without prescription drugs and went on to run the New York City Marathon in 2016. So going forward, it's really exciting to help others that have knee challenges and really want to be able to redefine what is a healthy knee, what is a knee that is um, actually happy. And that is one that allows you to do what you want to do, allows you to move, allows you to participate in activities you want, and go about pain-free and understand how to manage your knee. Um, so today's topic is osteoarthritis and really what you can do to kind of um, avoid major things such as surgery or um, taking prescription drugs to help you manage that issue. Um, and not only manage it, but, you know, slowly walk yourself into really feeling almost like brand new. So the reason I really wanted to talk about this is because osteoarthritis is something that a lot of um, individuals in their late 20s are encountering, and it's something you don't really, we're not used to thinking of it as something that would affect us, you know, before the age of 60 or so. And so it's really important that we understand how to take care of it as well as what are, you know, the natural solutions. Um, and so a lot of, you know, many of my clients that had osteoarthritis and another um, term I use for it is chronic knee pain. And so there's two areas that we, you know, touch upon at the happy mean is chronic knee pain and more so traumatic knee pain. And so the traumatic knee pain is something when something hits you and it's, you know, from an injury of either playing sports um, and that would be, you know, the treatment of like ACL tears or sprains. Um, 
the chronic knee pain is something that it's really been worked upon, right? And so it's usually created out of um, habits or activities that are really in our daily lives and that allow for a need for um, pain in our knee to persist. And so for that reason, it's really important to identify, okay, what are those habits that are causing my knee pain? Um, and to really break from the assumption that, oh, man, okay, I have, a, I have pain. Okay, it's time to cut into my knee. Um, because then you have two things. Then. You have the pain, and then you have the management of, you know, the post-surgery or stuff like that. So the first thing, and this is no surprise, um, is, okay, what are we eating that's literally causing our knee pain? Um, and one of the greatest things are processed foods. Um, and that's really because a lot of, like, our bodies, you know, like a machine literally working every single second to allow us to, you know, function. And so, <clears throat> you know, when we eat, you're either putting something in your body that's going to help or harm your body. And if lucky, I don't know if it's even considered lucky, but, you know, does has no effect. But you're, you know, whatever you put into your body, it's going to be put to work, you know, like put to work to either help you or, you know, you know, do, do some good in your body. So when you think about processed foods, you think about the fact that it has so many um, things added to it that have to be managed by your body. Your body's like, okay, this is an apple. Let me process this apple. Now imagine if you have a packaged apple pie. You know, it's a little small apple pie. You no longer just have an apple that you're trying to process. Now you have the additives in the apple pie. You have the crust, all that stuff that you're trying to process. Um, and so for that reason really want to try to eat as basic as possible or or if say you have a craving for something like apple pie make it from scratch make it at home so you know everything that's going into it and so even though you'll still have the other pie all that things, you'll also have the um you'll be able to avoid the additives to preserve it and so for that reason it's also really great to, you know, cook from scratch. So we spoke about processed foods, and you want to try to avoid those, but I'm not going to give you something just to avoid. I want to see what you can do to replace it. And so definitely want to learn how to cook from scratch. Um, just start start basic. Um, and then also, you know, carry around snacks that you really enjoy. So get a list of fresh fruits and vegetables that you love, and don't, you know, don't be super critical and thinking, oh, well, I only like one or two. That is a beautiful, beautiful start, um, especially, you know, to kind of replace with a bad habit. <clears throat> Let's go through, like, you know, a, a typical day and, you know, and find out, okay, where are opportunities for me to substitute um, a natural product as opposed to processed food? And in order to do that, you want to um, you want to try to like start with breakfast. Like with breakfast, 
you can start with like your coffee and your tea. And when you start with your, your coffee and your tea, think about, okay, how many things am I adding into this? You know, like some people may have creamer or, you know, stuff like, stuff like that. And so it's like, can I make that myself? Can I make it myself? Can I make it so that there's one less thing additive, there's one less thing with processed um, preservatives in it? Um, so that's one biggie. A lot of people start their day off with a cup of coffee. Um, and then when you start for breakfast, you know, try to figure out what your favorites are, figure out how to make them in a time-conscious manner because we all could use a little, a little more time. And then, um, and then figure out how to make that. And so one of my favorite things are baked potatoes, right? And so say you're starting off the day, and this might be something you do the, the night before, but you just chop up potatoes, you like rinse them off, you put on salt, pepper, a little olive oil, and you can bake for 30 minutes around the to 50. And I would start actually 20 minutes. But this is something that's filling that you'll feel like, oh, this is a treat, as opposed to feeling like you're depriving yourself. And it allows you to have less processed food. So that's just really, really just one small example. Another thing is, don't be afraid to have, you know, something that might be seen as lunch or a dinner item for breakfast. And that's because um, a lot of the stuff that we have for lunch and dinner are highly, highly nutritious. And they're highly, highly nutritious. And they allow for you to um, get in the needed nutrients for the day. And in just a lot of people have the habit of saying, okay, this is breakfast, this is lunch, this is dinner. And by doing that, you're really restricting your diet. You don't want to do that. <clears throat> so I highly recommend, you know, really failing free to switch it up. <clears throat> so we talked about, you know, what you should eat. <clears throat> um, and how you should really restrict processed foods. Another item is sweets. And I know this firsthand because I love sweets. Like I literally know <clears throat> where to go in the city to get best donuts, all those things. But what's challenging is not only are our body and our organs, are, not only are they working double time or overtime, in terms of processing not only those extra calories, but the excess of sugar. Because, you know, we can, you know, consume sugar, but we just need to consume it in a limited amount um, and from specific sources. And what's a little challenging is the fact that it's in so much of our food. And so you want to reduce the processed foods. You want to reduce, reduce the sugars, sugar intake. And those are things that are going to directly affect your knee pain. So if you have chronic knee pain, you're considering getting surgery, start by cutting out, I would say even start by cutting out one of those things. If it seems challenging to cut out two, start out by cutting out one of those things and just literally see how your knee reacts. And now last but not least in terms of the food space is really drink water. 
Now, it's really interesting because a lot of times we, we really want to understand, okay, what is this, what are we eating and how does it affect our bodies? And I had that question too. I really wanted to understand, okay, what can I consume that will allow for me to detox, that will allow for the flow of the good stuff to go through our bodies, right? So say you have been eating really healthy and you want to make sure that all those nutrients are being absorbed properly. Water is going to be the vehicle that really allows for all those nutrients to travel. It also allows all of um, the negative processed um, items to leave our body. And so for that reason, you really want to make sure you're staying hydrated, make sure that you're using tricks that allow for you to consume as much water as you need in the morning, because water is absolutely, absolutely essential. And what's really scary is you look at a plant and, you know, say you don't water it for a day, you're literally going to see it wilt. And we are no different in that our body needs it. And especially when you have a knee issue, you want to allow your knee to say you have pain. Usually if you have pain in your knee, there's something there that needs to be flushed out. Um, and one thing I always um, you know, speak with people about is eating spicy foods, having things such as cayenne pepper, um, cinnamon in your diet allow to increase blood circulation. And increased blood circulation coupled with water really helps to detox your body, allowing you to get rid of that pain and get rid of whatever is in your body that needs to get out so you can do what you have to do. So we have the opportunity to talk about food, which is huge in terms of really getting rid of our chronic knee pain. And when you think about it, the foods that we eat are extremely, extremely um, determined by habit. Right? You probably have that go-to lunch spot. You probably have that go-to um, coffee shop, breakfast shop. And, you know, you're probably at the mercy of time when it comes to dinner. You know, you like to be able to catch what you can. Um, and for that reason, it seems small, but it's in every step of our day, and it has a monumental impact. So definitely note, again, processed foods you want to reduce, if not eliminate, and sugars you want to significantly reduce, and you want to drink water. Now, don't be intimidated. Um, these are just things that you want to be aware of and that you want to gradually work at. So don't try to do it cold turkey. I can't do it cold turkey. I have not done it cold turkey. However, I have seen the difference in how I'll have a stiff knee one day, and that will be a day after I've been you know, eating a great deal of sugar and processed foods, and then you know, I'll be like, okay, I got to take a break from this. And then, you know, a couple of days later, I'll be like, okay, back to running. Because, you know, my knee will literally lock up. And so for that reason, I was like, I could definitely have to share this with you guys. <clears throat> and so for those that are just tuning in, you're listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show. That we are a radio show dedicated to helping you have a happier life with a knee that does what you want it to do. Um, we are all for or actually redefining what is a happy knee. A happy knee does what you want to do. Now, that doesn't mean you take risky behavior, such as going skiing. Anybody that has knee injuries, people that don't have knee injuries, they come away from skiing, sometimes with you know, knee pain. But we want you to be able to um, stay active, be able to walk for long distances, be able to take the stairs, be able to jog, in my case, be able to run a marathon. And 
um, do it without a knee that's going to get out on you. Um, so if you're tuning in, make sure you look at the show notes. Visit thehappyknee.com. Get your copy of The Happy Knee Guide. It's free. Um, if you have chronic knee pain or you have a loved one that has chronic knee pain, be sure to visit the Get a Happy Knee section of thehappyknee.com and pick up your chronic knee pain guide. This is absolutely chock full of <clears throat> key information that has allowed individuals to avoid the emergency room, prescription drugs, and surgery, and really just more importantly than what they have avoided, just what they gained, which is an ability to live their life. You know, because you want to be able to, when you're informed, when you know what to do, you feel empowered, and that's what the Chronic Knee Pain Guide does. So I highly recommend checking it out. It's at an awesome price right now. Um, so check that out. <clears throat> And if you want to stay updated, certainly be sure to get your um, free guide to a happy knee. And that has the three pointers that everyone needs to know to make sure they have a pain-free knee um, or a manageable knee at very least. So we touched on food. Now let's talk about activity. Um, so activity in terms of working out and staying in shape is actually kind of a tricky area when it comes to your knee, because some people will say, oh, I can't run anymore. You know, running is what caused the wear and tear on my knee. And then, you know, they'll just stop working out altogether. Um, and other people are just like, you know, forget it. I'm going to keep working out. And, you know, I'll just, my knees will go when they go. Now, what's important to understand about this is that you don't have to, um, it's not an all or nothing situation. There is opportunity for you to compromise as well as get your result or get what you want to get out of this situation. And the ultimate goal is to really be able to stay active, keep your blood pumping, and, um, you know, stay fit. And, you know, physical activity is extremely important, and it's not something that you have to give up once you've had a knee injury. And it's not something that you have to deal with recurring knee pain after you've had any injury. Um, and so in addition to the pointers that are in the happy knee guide, um, which, you know, definitely just go and get, I just get it. You're going to get things that will save you hundreds of dollars. So I would definitely check that out. Um, but in addition to that, it's helpful to understand, okay, if I'm not going to, um, if I'm not going to do give up just not working out, what can you do? And for that, <clears throat> I have a few workout techniques. And so one is um, the Stairmaster. Now, what's awesome about the Stairmaster is, you know, a lot of times when we're going through rehab or a lot of people are trying to build their knee strength, lunges are in the mix. Um, I found that when I was work looking to do lunges, you know, have some weights on one hand, um, I would, my knee would hurt the next day. And so I had to find out, okay, what can I do that's going to kind of work the same muscles, you know, strengthening the muscles around the knee will help to allow them to strengthen the knee and allow them to, well, more so important to, to support the knee better. Um, and so the Stairmaster really serves as a great alternative to lunges. So, I highly, highly recommend that. Another one is the elliptical. Now, when you're working out with the elliptical, depending on the stage of your recovery, you don't want to go too aggressively. Like sometimes you can 
um, you know, move your knee in a way that's a little more aggressive, but definitely just use it and say, if say you don't want to do something like running where you're, um, you know, say you do run, you want to just take a break every now and then and say you do it two or three times a week. <clears throat> and so I think that is a great alternative. So Stairmaster as well as the elliptical. Um, and then when it comes to activities like jogging or, um, I would just say mainly it's jogging. A lot of people find that if they're lifelong runners, they have to, they, you know, incur injury later. I wouldn't say just eliminate it. I would definitely say um, just do it in moderation. And now what's really exciting and awesome about that is when you don't jog for, say, um, a little while, like I wouldn't say over a week, like if you were aggressive, if you work out a great deal, you know, going off for a week, you're like, whoa, what's happening? Um, but for example, I used to jog, I would say five times a week and then I reduced it, um, I would say almost in half. And so I guess used percentages, that's a better indicator. But, um, and when I, you know, jogged half as frequently, I was able to see, oh my gosh, I have so much more energy to make the quality of the workout even better. And so, you know, don't be sad if you have to reduce it, but, you know, be excited that you will have an even better jogging workout and that you have alternatives that you can do that will give you a great workout. Like um, the Stairmaster is great in that once you get the hang of it, you can add variations and allow you to even further work your entire body. Like a lot of people, if you see them on the Stairmaster, they might have, you know, poor posture and that was most certainly me. So, you know, you got to start where you can, but as you, you know, get better posture, maybe you can add um, putting your hands on top of the Stairmaster, which, is, which allows you to pull on more balance, then things like that allow you to really get um, more out of your workout. And as we're, you know, really trying to recover from osteoarthritis or arthritis, uh, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say arthritis, I would say so this is for those that have been told they may have osteoarthritis. So I take away arthritis, but really speaking on those with, who've been told, you know what, you might have osteoarthritis. Um, so that's something I've really started to hear a great deal more with people that have knee pain. Um, but just working in moderation and finding out those activities that allow you to get the workout in. So some um, clients might do dance or um, Zumba or something else that gives them the sweat that they need, but isn't really pulling on their knees a great deal. Another one that's really interesting is um, variations of Pilates. Um, and so overall, the point is, you know, make sure that you try other areas that allow different other activities that allow for you to um, not put as much pressure on your knee. And also another key point is kind of the move it or lose it. And that's really in terms of not only are you, you know, continuing to give your body, um, you know, recent activity and memory to have like, oh, okay, my body can do this, my body can do that. You are, you know, giving yourself muscle memory, but you are enabling your body to continue to move um, because that's what it's supposed to do. Our, our bodies have, are literally meant to move us. 
And so, you know, sitting only, you know, adds on to the negativity, which is a bad, um, bad knee. And so definitely you've got to move it and find alternatives. So those are key. Awesome. Like those are, those are the really like the keys, um, which is like watching what you eat. And I don't want, I hate to say watching what you eat because then from there people are like, Oh my gosh, I just have to have salad. Um, and that's not the case. It's just really more so we're each different and very unique. And for that reason, it's important to know who or what the main culprits are. So the main culprits of knee pain are processed foods and um, um, sweets. And so those are a great place to start when you're trying to figure out, okay, why does my knee hurt, right? And so those are great places to start. And then you can just, you know, slowly modify to figure out, okay, how much can I have? How much can I not have? So that, you know, you know what the tipping point is for giving you knee pain. Because frequently after a couple days of just stopping those things, you will be in pretty good shape. Um, You definitely want to visit thehappyknee.com to find out even more specifics. Um, But overall, it's extremely, extremely important to understand, okay, what is, what is it that I do in a, in a manner that's very um, habitual? Um, because those are going to be the biggest influencers of helping you to get rid of your knee pain or at least manage it and do your favorite things. Um, so just to review, oh, for those that are just tuning in, you're listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show, visit thehappyknee.com. Make sure that you get your three keys to a happy knee, um, basically our free um, gift to you that helps you to get started on getting rid of your knee pain in a natural holistic manner. If you have knee pain or you have chronic knee pain and you're like, you know what, I'm actually tired of this right now, um, be sure to visit the section of the site that says get a happy knee. And that is where you will find the guide for chronic knee pain. And that has all the pointers in it that, um, not just pointers, but like actual holistic solutions and um, techniques and diet um, that you can adapt in, in, a, in a doable manner if you have knee pain. So if you have chronic knee pain, which is a knee pain that's been persistent for years and years. Um, so please check that out. The whole goal of this, uh, this radio show it's to really allow you to live your best, happiest, most mobile life. And in order to do that, knee pain is not in the knee pain is not in the cards for that. So definitely visit thehappyknee.com. Um, today's topic was osteoarthritis and what you can do. The main points that we touched upon were what you eat. And so if you have um Sugar and processed foods. Processed foods means anything with more than one ingredient. Processed, period. And so your goal is to get more foods in your body that have one ingredient or less. I mean, not less, <laughs> but just have one ingredient. And at least, you know, um, ingredients that you're like, oh, I know what that is, right? And so this isn't something you have to do 24-7, but you want to at least start at that point. Okay, let me just have, you know, no processed foods for one meal out of the entire week. To just start with that. The goal is to really just figure out what is your trigger. And the culprits are usually sugar and processed foods. Um, secondly, um, move it or lose it. When it comes to your knee, 
you know, don't just sit down, but instead find an activity that you can do, whether it is walking, whether it is doing um, a knee exercise, sitting down, but you have to move it, do something. So thank you so much for joining me today. I had an awesome time. Please contact, feel free to contact us and visit. Thank mm-hmm. you.